Yo, 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 what's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Visionary Focus Podcast. Today, we've got a special guest. Today, we've got Tyler Vu. Can you hear me, Tyler? Yeah, I hear you fine, brother. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you doing? Chilling, man. Chilling. First podcast for business-related stuff, so should be really fun. No, no it's, it's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. Can you hear me well, by the way? It's like my yeah, audio. you're fine, dude. Okay, okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, no, I've connected with Tyler a while back through Twitter and uh, seen him do some cool stuff recently. And I was like, you know what? Let's get this guy on the podcast. And so, <laughs> that's, and he's also pretty young. So, I think you guys going to have it. You guys going to enjoy uh, looking. To, I, I heard also heard some interesting stuff as well. That, you know, you went through like some big school and all that. Um, we got a lot of like guys who make money online who are like very anti school as well. So, I think you can bring on like a pretty fresh perspective of that as well. So um, honestly, I'm pretty yeah. anti-school too. We'll get into that, but yeah, yeah, I, oh, I'm pretty okay, okay. about all of okay. it. We'll, we'll, it'll be fine. Trust. <laughs> all right, sounds good. Sounds good, Tyler. So for the people that don't know you, do you mind just giving them like a quick, like, you know, info like on your background, who you are, what you're doing, you know? Yeah, yeah. So just a quick background on me, just like the quick and dirty. So I got, I went into school for stats. I actually have a PhD in biostatistics, or I just say stats, like pretty much the same shit, but. I have a PhD in stats and pretty much during grad school, I kind of stumbled upon like money, Twitter, found online business, tried that for like a year, failed a fuck ton for a year, but ended up finding about sales, getting into that, doing really well at that. And then started my own agency, took it down because I just didn't like handling clients too much. And then, so right now I'm just closing for a client ascension. So that's the coaching program by cold email wizard and like Andre and the knowledge X guys. And also I run ScriptGen, which is a productized service where we write cold email scripts or cold email sequences for agency owners or pretty much any B2B business or lead and legion agencies for their own clients. Awesome. Awesome. And so how did you first stumble on upon closing? Like how did you first come in? How did that happen? So I think I think everyone stumbled upon it from like that infamous do lab thread. It was like about high ticket sales and you first hear about it like oh shit that's pretty cool and that's like where i first heard about it and i i tried doing it a bit myself and i didn't really like really really get going into selling until like i joined like luke alexander's program closer cartel ben really put me on like i'm not gonna like he really really put me on and pretty much started dealing from there and then just been closing ever since honestly so that's kind of just yeah but pretty much like, i think everyone i met not everyone, but like most people I've met, they're like from that very infamous do lab Twitter thread about high ticket sales. Like, holy shit. Like, and yeah. Damn. Yeah. No. And so how, how long ago was that? Uh, that was about in May of last year when I like say joined like closure cartel or like the beta version. So it was like, yeah, around May, like spring. I know for sure it was spring of last year. So a lot has happened ever since. Yeah, a lot has changed ever since. Like it, it always, I always hear on Twitter too. Like nothing happens, but like everything all happens at once. Like that first year was like very like not first year like a spring of last year, like before, the year before that, where I'm just trying a bunch of shit, failing, and then out of nowhere, you just everything just happens. Like holy shit, I'm making money now. I started my own business. I could just you just learn all these skills, and slowly everything stacks, and it's pretty fucking sick, dude. Not gonna lie. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome to hear, and. I don't know. Did you always have some like in mind? Did you always have an idea of like, oh, I want to do something online, make money online, start an online business, or you know, no, or just not at all. Like, 
you know, I always like, I think I was, I was listening to a podcast recently. I forgot whose it was. And they were like someone on like Twitter too. And they always like say like, or I hear this all the time too. Like people always say like, oh, I knew I wasn't meant, or I knew I was meant for on like, I wanted to run a business my whole life, X, Y, and Z. I had never thought that until probably like deeper into grad school. Like, like the idea like sounded cool. I think every, to everyone, the idea of starting your own business just sounds cool, but it was never like a serious idea because it just never was like top of mind. From like in school, I legit like went to grad school and got a PhD because I actually like really love like stats, like math and stats. I actually really enjoyed it. I wanted to be a professor. And then slowly, I just, I don't know, I found Twitter. It was really interesting. And then it just, I don't know how to explain it. I just really enjoyed doing it. And I just like, okay, fuck it. Like, let's, I could do both. And yeah, I'm still doing both now, but yeah. So it's, it was never like top of mind growing up or anything like that. I never had like, oh, I was like flipping shit like early on or anything like that. It was just, I stumbled upon it. Seemed really fucking sick. And obviously it is really fucking sick. So yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And uh, yeah, no, so you're still in school or not anymore? No, I'm done with school. You're done with school. Dude, yeah. how old are you, by the way? I'm 26 now. Damn. So, so I'm just curious. How long does it take to get a PhD? So. Is most, it like eight years? Uh, eight years or seven years? Or I don't, I don't even know. It That's depends. You. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it depends. Uh, fortunately for me, I got to skip my master's. I, I, it's like one of my like few flexes of my life. I got I went like straight from undergrad into like my PhD program, so that shaved off two years. Then I finished like a year. So my program usually takes five years, I would say. So it usually takes yeah. five to seven years. My program was normal though that I went into it was like normally five. I finished in four, so I finished like a year early. Plus skipped a math, so I finished a lot earlier than most actually. So which is really sick because. Yeah. You're talking about you, you got your PhD, you were able to mm-hmm. go from your undergrad to PhD um, directly. So yeah. that made you gain like a year or two, right? Yeah, that saved me two years. And then usually I finish in five years. So then I finished in four. So I, I saved three years out of school. Damn. And so your plan was initially to become a professor. Yeah, I actually wanted to become a professor really bad, at, really badly, actually. And so the things took a like, when did things change? Because you were telling me you were looking into like online businesses a year before mm-hmm. you got into closing. So what kind of changed? Like Twitter, was it Twitter or was it something else that kind of influenced you in a different direction? It was more so. So maybe I wasn't meant to have a job, I guess, growing up. I always never really liked having like a boss. And I hated the idea of going into a place to work. Like it's kind of funny, like okay, maybe I did make this realization. I'm making this realization right now, like live on this podcast, that maybe I just just didn't realize at the time that I wasn't meant to like work a job. But, like I would have like these internships like in undergrad or like in like or my early days of college, right? And it was like picture hours actually. But I would have to go in, and I just could not fathom the idea of having to go into like a workplace and just being like it just made no sense to me that I was required to be somewhere. I don't explain it, and I just did not want to be required to be anywhere. Like I just don't want to be required to do anything. I just you know I just want to live my life type of thing. So like I would quit a lot of these jobs I would get like very quickly just because I just didn't like it. And you know, maybe I am realizing right now, like, hey, how did I not think of this at the time? But maybe I just wasn't meant for a job this whole time. But yeah. So I think that's kind of like I realized as a professor, I was like, obviously I would have to you know go into the school and you know teach and be a researcher, do research for these programs or whatever school I'd work at. But I would still have to be in there. I would still be under 
my future will be under someone else's control, which I hated too, because it's like you're kind of just kissing ass at that point to like you know get a just to climb the ladder. I don't want to deal with that shit. And yeah, shit. I just I'm literally making this realization like right now. Anyways, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So from that point on, it became pretty clear. Um, I think as well, like seeing other people that are your age, yeah, or younger, 100%. doing something different is also like pretty mind blowing. You know, it's very eye opening, dude. It's so eye opening because you see people like, what the fuck? Like, they're making money, like doing like just random shit. And like, it's funny. It's not just Twitter. I found it from one of my like close friends, Elijah. I think you actually talked to him before, Elijah Arcevito. But he did like Facebook ads, and he like did it like Facebook ads ancient like way before like anyone it was like 2016 2015 it was like it was like very early days of like agency space and he was telling me about it and that's kind of like when i first first learned about it, i kind of brushed it off then i hear money twitter and then all these guys they kind of like confirmed to me like holy shit like this stuff's like for real actually and yeah and i just kind of stayed in that rabbit hole ever since hmm, funny yeah and so so take me so now you're and so now you're running you know um you're doing some closing and you're also running your own business and so i'm curious how did that come about like you know for the people wondering um you know tell me more about that business you're running with uh Faison. i uh, yeah, yeah. name right um and <laughs> tell me tell all the people what it's about you know feel free to promote yeah. as well so know. i own a company called script gen i'm co-founders with it with my boy Faison saeed he's inclined ascension with me how it came about was <laughs> back in july we had a tampa meetup for client ascension excuse me we had a meetup in Klein like for Klein Ascension in Tampa. Me and Basin just clicked. We were in the same hotel room, and like he lived like up the floor above or down the hall. I forgot, but nonetheless, like we just clicked. Like it was like me, Scott Millard, Diego Diaz, and uh, Faison, and we were just hanging out. And me and Basin, we just a very complimentary skill set. Like I could sell very well, and he could write cold email and just do Legion. We were like, bro, like we gotta team up. He's like, we gotta team up. We gotta do something. We gotta do something together. I'm like, dude, let's do it. So, our original plan was like, let's do like b2b SaaS consulting like he helps them build the legion systems i help him sell better and we're like let's do this shit so we're like coming up with ideas we're talking to like people on kind of ascension what are your thoughts about this like we're talking to daniel about this we talked to nick and then nick abraham he goes like bro like why are you doing this like you guys should just make a business or just write cold email copy and then i said like i don't really know how to write cold email because like trust me bro like it'll rip i'm like who am i saying to know to you like i was I, obviously nick knows this shit so if he's telling me to do something and highly, highly urges us to do it, we're gonna go and do it. So right then and there, me and Bazin said, fuck the consulting shit. We're gonna make this business where we just sell a productized service, writing cold email copy for other B2B businesses, okay? And right then and there, we go get it all set up on the website, make the website, set up all like the, the I guess the tinkering, like the no code stuff to fucking like make it work, like to make it like an actual productized service where it's not like, we're just sending you a Google Doc. We're like, actually, like, you come in, you fill in the onboarding form, direct through Airtable and all that shit. Get it all set up the next month. And then the first ones we did really fucking well. And obviously, we're just trying to ramp this up even further now. That's awesome. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah, it's hey. pretty crazy. Like, it's so fucking crazy. Like, I have, like, the, I was looking at, not looking at it recently, but like, I remember, like, the group chat messages because just me, Nick, and Faison. And Nick's just dropping gems, like, bro, you guys should do this. Here's how I'd set it up. And we're like, I bet. Let's go do this shit, and That's we awesome. ended up doing it. It's fucking awesome. And uh, have you ever had like a business partnership before? Is this the first time you're like, you know, with another doing business with someone else? Dude, that's a fucking good question because I I never like 
this is the first time I had a business partner. And I ran an agency in the past. I ran like multiple failed agencies and one decently successful agency. But I always did it solo. And life is just so much better in business, more fun, more easier too, with having a partner. Like, holy mother of fuck. I would be fucked without Faison. And like, it's just more fun too. Because at the end of the day, you're just doing business with your friends. Like, you're just fucking scaling with your friends. Like, you, you share the wins with each other. And it's just so much easier. Like, I, he, and it's like, just makes it life so much easier, so much more fun. Like, I fucking love having a business partner, actually. Like, it's yeah. so much different. And I'm like, holy fuck, I just wish I had this from the beginning, literally. No, 100%. No, it makes, it's like, you can do so much more and you can go a lot further, you know, with someone yeah, else. Dude. Also, especially like, if you guys have complementary skills, it's a no brainer, you know? Yeah, dude, because he moves, we move so much faster now, like on both ends, just because one man can only do so much. And it's like, hey, we got these sales calls for a script and just send them my way. And obviously, I also, along with that, I'm just very good at like offers and just like, just from being on so many offers, selling for them and like, Overall, just highlight like just like marketing, like helping it scale. Working on that phase, I was helping with the lead gen, just like the and it's just fucking it's like one nice machine. Granted, it's, it could be a bit more organized, but overall, it's one decently smooth moving machine. <laughs> and so, for people listening out right now, you guys, so you guys write email copy for people who want to book more meetings, or do you guys run their lead gen? Like, you know, it, it, imagine so, like there's like an agency owner listening right now, you know, would be potentially interested in this. How can yeah, you yeah. Get specifically? So if you're an agency owner right now, right? You probably are in a position where you may not want to outsource your lead gen fully. To my honest opinion, I think it's kind of stupid to like outsource your main source of leads completely because it's as I say that agency drops off, you're fucked. Like literally, you're fucked. So you obviously want to keep that shit in house. You want to okay, but the thing is, you need say cold email scripts that actually work, that actually convert. And you come to us, you fill out your target markets info, tell us about your offer, and we pretty much write you cold email scripts that fucking rip, and they're gonna book you calls. And wow, keeping your shit in-house, you don't have to pay a monthly retainer or anything like that. Pretty, very affordable price on it. I'm not gonna say the prices because we're constantly changing the prices, but if you went on our website, scriptgen.io, it's fucking cheap as shit. Like I, was, I, I would pay for that easily. So it's very affordable, and it just makes life easy on your end because now you get scripts that work, you just have to know how to scrape the leads, which you have more than enough info from just going through, say, cold email wizard or Nick Abraham's Twitter accounts. And then you can start booking clients from there. Bro, this is fucking, this is a great service. Because <laughs> like, <seriously, laughs> like, I was thinking about this too. It's like when I, the first agency I started, which failed completely, was like a Facebook ads agency. And my like email, cop, like my script for like my cold email was absolutely shocking. Like it was, mm -hmm. and this is the too. You could be not even, like you could have a this is the thing people don't realize it's like i don't want to put this out on the world but like you could be not so good at the service that you offer but if you have like a really well written email you'll get book calls you know yeah like um, it, as long as it stands out and that's like the thing that we differentiate ourselves with it's like so many people like get these scripts from the courses they buy or like through twitter and it's like the same shit because if you use the script from the course i would bet a thousand dollars probably ten thousand dollars that there's a hundred other people using that same exact script and you just have to write something different now to stand out it actually makes life easy on our end to write scripts because we know everyone's writing the same regurgitated shit that we find on twitter or courses like there's a bunch of different agency courses it's like they're all sending the same stuff and you just have to send something different really that's very like benefit driven very you driven not like me but like how you can help them and from there on it's pretty easy to book calls yeah 100 100 um 
And what do you say right now? Like, you know, you know, for people listening right now, what are the main things that they should like? Because there's a lot of agency owners out there who are struggling booking calls and, you know, who are having a very, very hard time. And so what would be, you know, some some advice, you know, if they're writing their email yeah, yeah. or whatever, you know, some just basic, you know, it doesn't have to be complicated because sometimes, you know, um, people will actually overcomplicate and write uh-huh. emails that are, you know, way too much. That might be the reason why it doesn't work. But right now, what are the top three mistakes that people make in their emails that if, you, you know, that, that might actually be the correlation to why they're not booking calls that you've noticed. Yeah. And for me, it starts with the offer, like not even the email, like you need to have a good offer. And it's funny. you mentioned like a Facebook ads agency. That was my first agency. I tried to start I actually put out a video about this on Twitter literally today, but it's, you need to sell something that people actually want to buy. Cause I actually also, my first agency I tried to start was a Facebook ads agency for contractors. And it's during, during 2020, Everyone at this time, though, was getting their houses remodeled. Contractors did not need leads. I would get replies saying, I don't need leads. I'm so booked up. So at that point, you could write the most elegant cold email in the world. You could even have me and Bazon spend five hours writing you the best angles in the world. No one's going to respond, obviously, because, because fucking none of those contractors wanted more leads. So if you have this make sure one, you're selling something that people actually want. And that comes from talking to your target market, figuring out what they're struggling with, and just simply putting a solution right in front of them. Okay, that's one. Two, it's just too long. Like, you're just talking, blabbering on about, my name is Tyler, I help, We I own this company, we do this, this, and this. Like, no one gives a fuck. Like, just condense it down, make it short and concise. Because if you're sending, these business owners, they're busy. They're also probably getting especially selling, sell, selling to say like e-com, they're probably getting like 50 to 100 emails a day. All very long and they're busy. Like they got shit to, they're probably quickly going through your emails as they're trying to find their actual like work emails like that related to like say like their employees and shit like that. Just be short and concise because one, they'll appreciate it. They'll actually be able to read your whole message as long as you're concise and, get your, and you'll get your message across very much more quickly and generate replies. At the third one, is simply stop saying I and shit like that and just focus on like how you can help them. And when you get rid of all the I stuff, it makes it more concise, obviously. Yep. But just talk about how you can help them. Ask them just a quick one-line question about them. Like literally, mm. like say like, do you use HubSpot? Like question mark. Or like the infamous Christian Barnier one, like do you use Clavio for email marketing? Like it's like, and great, that one kind of got saturated because he put it on Twitter, but like shit like that works really well. Or like, we helped this company like yours do this. Would you mind if we, I would you mind if you got some more, if I sent you some more info on how we do it for you, X, mm-hmm. Y, and Z, just very quick to the point And obviously you oriented, it's like, just, that's all you really need actually. And just obviously social proof, but yeah. Damn. Damn, you just draw some heat. <laughs> you guys take some notes. All you, all you motherfuckers have booking meetings with emails, take some notes. Because I know some of y'all t- making these mistakes because I made these mistakes as well. Oh, I made them too. I made a fuck ton of those. I made all those mistakes I've said, I've made them too many times type of thing. Like, way too many times. Yeah, yeah. And and so, you know, it's interesting. And so, uh, what are some of the, you know, because I know you guys have started this recently as well, but what are some of the main lessons you've learned so far, Um, you know, building this, you know, business with Faison, you know, so far? What are the kind <laughs> of like, cool lessons you've learned so far it's like i don't know if this is cool but it's really the simple things 
doing the simple shit matters the most when it comes to like building a business and scaling it. Like, I'm not going to say like what we're doing numbers wise right now, but like we could have been much higher if we really just did the simple shit. Like sometimes we got, cause we were in Tampa recently, we got lazy. We were responding to the positive replies we were getting on the cold emails. And you know, that's, that's obviously our fault. Like that's just us being fucking dipshits really like things like that. Or like just doing more outreach, like sending out more cold emails, posting more content. Like it's really, it's like a legitimate direct correlation we found like when you sent when we've sent more emails when we're like on top of our game replying faster to our positive replies we're making more money like it's just that simple actually there's that and the power of like personal branding and this is a cool mm. story our very first our very first purchase for a script gen so how we were firstly our initial plan to get clients or get customers through script gen was through cold email we pretty much would cold email sdrs saying like pretty much, I'm not gonna get the exact email, but like what we would do for it. Like we could write you your cold email scripts, you could hit quota essentially, right? Within a day, like this is legit 24 hours later when we launched campaigns, we got a reply saying specifically, the guy said, we sent it under Faison's name. Hey Faison, I searched you up. You seem legit. I just bought. And we didn't even pitch the actual offer there yet. We just said like, hey name, like, give a brief description of our offer. Like, Hey, we can write, we write cold email scripts for SDR. So you guys can hit quota. Mind if I send you some more info, like very soft call to action. We didn't even say like, Hey, let's get on a call. Let's get check out our website. It was just mind if I send you some more info. The guy literally responded saying, I searched you up phase you look legit. I just bought. So the process that that guy took was he saw the email. It was a good offer was interested. And we see this on from Daniel or cold email wizard all the time on like Twitter. The most rational human being thing to do next is search up your name, obviously, and go on your website. So obviously, he says you seem legit. So he obviously searched up Faison, went on his LinkedIn. His LinkedIn is very good. Like it looks, he looks legit. And he's thought he obviously, which built enough trust to create that. And then thus he went on our website too and bought from there. And it's like, holy shit. It's like the exact buyer cycle displayed in one exact email. Like I'm interested in the offer and the, from the cold email. Okay, now what? Let me go search these, this guy up to make sure he's legit because I don't want to get scammed money. Yep. Oh, wow. His face, his face on LinkedIn and Twitter look really sick. They have shows a lot of content about Legion, cold email, just life overall. This guy is legit. Okay, I will buy now because this guy seems legit. And it's like the exact buyer cycle. And like you hear it on Twitter all the time, that like, especially lately. But like once you experience it, it's just like, it's so different. It's like, holy shit. Like he literally did the exact steps like that you hear all the time. Yeah. yeah and I think also like he, he posted a decent amount of video content lately as well. And so mm -hmm. I think that establishes a bit more trust because people get to see who he is. You know yeah. I mean? So, and also you guys know your shit. Like I've seen your website. It's clean. So yeah, that's it's very clean. <laughs> and then obviously the personal brand thing obviously helps because it's like, that's, you know, the person's not anonymous. You know what I mean? It's like they, yeah, quite, yeah. they find out more info. It's, it's just like because it's like know? how they say it's like that golden marketing rule. Like you heard is like when you first get into business, business, it's like it takes seven touch points to like convert someone cold into an actual sale. All you're really doing when you have a personal brand and a nice website with like a VSL is like you're accelerating all those touch points. Like you just yeah. accelerate. You would say that initial cold email was one before. Say you didn't have a personal brand or a web, like a just a website, let's say with no VSL, the next touch point would be the sales call. But then they, on the sales call, they're kind of cold now. Now you have to do more follow-ups to increase those touch points to get that comfortability. 
what happens now is say they the cold email that's touch point one now they go search you up they see your videos that's maybe touch point two three four right there just from watching three videos of you okay let me check their website oh there's a vsl let me watch this oh that's five sales call six and then from there on it's a much faster you're literally shortening the conversion window just from having content out and it yeah it's just so crazy because once you like again experience it like it just makes so much sense hundred mm, percent so when are we gonna start seeing more uh more videos more more tyler videos oh dude i just hired a video editor like my boy calvin like two three weeks or a month ago i've been posting a video on twitter every day kind of getting things oh, dude, going gotta, now, getting things going start. on in, uh and awesome. gonna start go things going gonna start jesus christ can't talk around gonna start getting things going on instagram youtube and TikTok soon but yeah i've been posting a video for the most part almost every day on twitter since the client ascension event and yeah it's been fun that's awesome that's awesome no 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 it's definitely gonna you're gonna you're gonna reap the rewards from it big time because also just filming you know filming yourself on camera you seeing yourself talk you're naturally gonna become a better speaker as well yeah because you, know? you see yourself talk so you also see the mistakes you make sometimes when you record mm -hmm. you know what yeah. I'm and so but I, I don't know you know um it's a good process as well because now you're becoming a good content creator that's a skill yeah 100 percent, 100 because because i never yeah. really liked listening to myself like from being in sales i really hate listening to my like sales recordings even though i still do it i do i do it obviously because i need to improve but like i hated doing it and like with these short form videos it makes it a little bit easier because it's like just say a 30 second video versus like a 40 minute call hearing myself talk the whole time and like now I'm just slowly getting more used to it and I as you said I pick up shit that I'm doing I just iterate from there makes me a lot better speaker and yeah mm, yeah for sure for sure and what's the you know what's the vision what's the vision because I mean you know you're doing a lot of things right now um you know is it keep keep growing what you're doing keep growing the personal brands um you know because right now you guys got something good cooking up I don't know i have a good feeling you guys are gonna go a long way with it and uh yeah you also you know do some closing as well for a really uh really high quality coaching program too so it's like you're probably learning tons as well from that um, yeah but what's your vision going forward you know going forward man right now i'm just like focused on scaling script gen like i still do closing on the side i do some like consulting with like my actual degree on the side too but like my main focus is like scaling this shit at a script gen like for the long duration like we have some things that we plan to add i'm not it's still not like official yet on like if we're gonna go like pull the trigger on doing it in terms of like what we're gonna add but we've been brainstorming some stuff but right now plan is just like get this shit rolling even further and just see where the hell this shit takes us 100 percent, 100 percent. and uh, you were telling me you know you guys were in tampa for a bit and then you guys you were like slacking a little bit how, how is it like have you how is it traveling and working and then being in one place and working like have you because i'm guessing you've done a little bit of both how's your experience been you know dude um, i don't know how people live that digital nomad life because when i travel i just don't do any work at all actually like i'll take a few calls and stuff but in terms of me sitting down getting some like deep work done i never get that shit done when i'm traveling and i have if i'm actually gonna be doing work i have to be like in my home like right now like my actual home home in my room doing work to myself like when i'm traveling i just want to go enjoy like what there is out there like meet up with friends screw around like in tampa phase i was like oh i need to get some work done today like we can't leave until like three i literally sat there in the house 
doing nothing, just like kind of talking to him until he was done. He's like, bro, you don't shit to do it. I do. I literally just can't get work done while traveling. Oh. I just I just don't even want to, to be honest. So like, right. yeah, I'm the worst person that getting act like I legit would be the worst like digital nomad the world's ever seen. Oh, that's funny. Oh man, but I don't know. Like uh to be honest, a lot a lot of digital nomads don't actually like the digital nomads, but they just make five hundred bucks a month and just living in Bali. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh really? I actually had no idea that. <laughs> not, there, there's a lot of people who say the digital nomads, but they don't make any money either. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, I feel like I if you see how you get work done, it, I don't well, know. I experience like, all that shit at the same time. I just, at least to me, I can't do that. Like it's just hard yeah. balancing it. Yeah, I don't know. Like if if you're trying to like grow a company and all that, I don't know. If you're like always traveling, it's I don't know because you're you're always adapting to a new environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, if you're in one place, it's like you wake up, you know, you, you know your environment. Therefore, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like you'll be more dialed in to your work. You know what I mean? I don't know. There's like yeah. this kind of like this flow thing. I don't know though. I got experience like I, I was like traveling a little bit last summer and I did like for a month straight. I was like working, but I wasn't really working. I was working <laughs> like 10 hours a week, not even. Really? <laughs> so, I was like, it was, a, it was a mess. Like business was doing well because it's like I had a guy who's like helping me manage it. But it's like myself, it's like I wasn't able to get nowhere near as much exactly. work done. I was like, how are these guys doing it? Like, this is yeah, crazy. So I was like, I'm in Tampa. And I've never even been like, actually, I've never been outside the country, funny enough. I, I need to. But like, what's it called? Like, I even like when I go to like places like within state, like just simple, like the next state over like Arizona. I like just can't do anything. I just don't focus well. I just like, I, just, I have to be in my home or like in my, like where like home base is doing work for me to actually yeah. get like focus, deep work done. Yeah, yeah no. no that's crazy um but you yeah, know it's it's interesting like also i'm curious how how did you discover twitter like was it through a friend of yours was it through like how did you stumble upon like this little money twitter quarter uh, that's like that's a funny story so how i discovered twitter was i was actually studying for my qualifying exam so qualifying exams for like people that are, most people obviously don't listening aren't in a phd program but like qualifying exams and phd programs are exams that you take at the end of like your first or second year where you either pass you get to stay in the program or you fail you're kicked out okay so i was studying you're obviously you're studying a shit ton for this because it's like on everything you learn so i'm like just fucking stressing this fuck out just fucking studying my brains out and i'm like dude i need a break like a really good break because like i just like mentally fried studying these exams for this exam so i go on youtube i forgot why i was talking to like one of my fraternity friends from like college and I don't know. I just like decided like to search up. It was like right after the call with him. I was just talking on the phone. I go on YouTube. I was like, let me just search up like this one fr- funny like frat video, trying to like I don't know, maybe like escape the pain of studying and just reminisce on the old days of like undergrad type of thing. And I stumble upon like Justin Escalona. Like it was like his like he has a very viral like frat house video or something like that. And I just click on it. And I watch it just to like you know like kill time. Like oh, this guy's pretty cool. And I watch a few more videos. And I'm like holy fuck, I I, I fuck with this guy's vlogs. I never like watched youtube videos either that much and i just like really fucked with his vlogs i followed him on twitter and i'm just scrolling through like his like tweets and then he posts something like oh i only go on twitter to read these guys tweets and it was the do lab and kobe gatsby so i looked through their stuff and i fucked with it really heavy because i've always really enjoyed psychology like if i didn't like study math or stats i probably would have done psychology granted psych majors don't make shit so that's probably why i didn't do it but like it's probably a good thing i didn't do it but like Nonetheless, like I always really enjoyed psychology. And at that time, they were like just tweeting about like e-com and marketing. And that's just like psychology at the end of the day. So I like really fucked with it. So I just followed him. 
and then it took me like a really good like year though from that moment i followed them to like really like started getting indoctrinated in like like actually started like re really reading and like taking it seriously like what they were saying it was more just like cool info at the time and then just took like a year and i slowly slowly like holy shit this is pretty cool actually after like six months to a year and then he dropped dude dropped that thread and yeah that's how it all started just cool. it, it was like literally it was a very slow cycle but it slowly like it just happened slowly and surely yeah and then when he dropped that thread that's when you got into sales or before that you started kind of like digging into online like starting so, online business i like uh, i actually like i forget about this like before i even like that thread happened i was like, you know i should try this online business stuff it happened he dropped that thread like in july or some shit. it was like may i was like i should try try starting like an e-com brand and I, I was trying to make like a fucking like clothing brand and like like every fucking person that first gets into online so trying to make a fucking clothing brand i even bought a fuck i paid like 500 bucks for like a clothing like a like a t-shirt printer like when you like fucking like press the fucking designs on the shit. i bought it came in the mail the next week i think dude dropped that thread i was like all right fuck this shit. i'm dropping this brand i'm going into sales i'm gonna try that and kind of like a lot of trial and error for a year and then so then that's so once when he dropped that thread I'm like i should try this because this just seems like really fucking dope granted i get like shiny object syndrome even now like very easy so that's probably why i just kind of like fuck it i'm gonna drop this let's do that and then mm. yeah so i tried breaking the sales for a bit then and then did decently well like right when he dropped that thread and actually did like his coaching program and then did decently well but like i did okay actually not well that'd be much overstatement but i uh, did okay like got like closed a few deals but nothing like crazy and then after that i tried doing agency because that's when everyone did like that agency stuff and that's when i did like this yep. failed co the contractors experiment where i tried selling the face like facebook ads of contractors and then i got back into sales again and then that's when everything started like really rolling mm. And what made you kind of keep going you know it's like you know sometimes you feel one business you're like fuck it this is not for me you know and oh you know so i don't know some people have that you know yeah you know they, they, they feel like oh okay they hit a wall in the moment you know and they're like yo okay i can't keep pushing so it's like why keep pushing because it's like you already had something going for you, you know what i mean so it's like yeah you know, why keep going with this online stuff no matter what even if you failed initially in that moment failed but it's also you you know you're learning as well you know so so like with every time i like failed and it didn't work and this is why i really like math i enjoy like problem solving and like figuring shit out and like that's why i did so well and like in my programs and like in school to get like in math and stuff it's like i really enjoy figuring shit out and it's just something i, like, I just love to do and i just could not for the life of me and this again this happens like everyone i feel like, it takes, like there's like an indoctrination period of like a five six months to a year of like when you first get into actually like learning and making real money i could not for the life of me figure this out for that first year obviously and i was like what the fuck i have and especially what sucks too is like i know i'm a decently smart guy like i'm in a phd program i've seen these like 19 year old kids fucking ripping it on twitter and they're fucking smart as shit, obviously too but i'm like fuck if these guys can do it there's no way and fuck i can't at least do like half of that and so i kind of just kept put then i think that's why it's like a mixture of like pride and also just like the enjoyment of like figuring it out and slowly you just stick to it and you figure it out because it's like kind of like kind of like a math proof like it's, i spent like a week to two weeks figuring out one singular math proof not being able to figure that shit out until i finally mm -hmm. cracked i'm like holy fuck i did that shit and it's kind of like the same with business and yeah <laughs> how did it feel making your first dollar online 
I'll be honest. I know what people say, like their story, like, like it's like one of the craziest moments. I like felt like nothing, like not like nothing, like it wasn't cool, like it was cool, but it was yeah. like it was like more like it's about fucking time type of moment. <laughs> like, like it was like I should have been on. This should have happened like months ago, type of thing. When well, I made my first I, dollar online. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know exactly what you feel. Oh really? Because yeah. I always feel like, oh dude, like once I made that first sale, it was like the best feel in the world. For me, it was just like, God damn, it's about fucking goddamn time this happened. Like, Jesus Christ, dude. Like, what the hell? And so yeah. it wasn't like a moment of like euphoria. It was just like, yeah, like, Jesus Christ, it finally happened. Now let's go make some real money type of thing. Mm, yeah. And then it's like once you start being consistent with it too, that's that's different. It's a different ballgame too, because you can make your first dollar online. And then not have that consistency, you know? What yeah. I mean? so it's like once you have that proof of concept, where it's like you can actually make money with this on a consistent period of time, you're like, okay, this is actually for real. You know? What yeah, I mean? yeah. You have to like really, as you said, that first dollar online isn't like. For some people say it's a first sale. It's like a couple hundred bucks. Then that close a lot more deals to like you know make real money, and that's again, like put on the gas, just keep on going, sending more emails, whatever it may be, and. Next thing you know, that fucking few hundred bucks turns into like a couple thousand bucks, ten thousand bucks, and and on and on. And it's fucking yeah. just literally just staying consistent. Like as I said earlier with like script gen, just doing the literally the simple shit every fucking day and just sticking to it, and yep. it will eventually work. Hundred percent. If you had like some advice, I think that's actually a good piece of advice to anybody listening right now. What you just said, but if you had to go back and you know give someone advice who were like in the earlier stages. Like you were when you like maybe before you discovered Doolab, you know, around that time. Yeah, yeah. If you had to give, you know, let's say even younger Tyler some advice uh, or someone out there who's just starting off, what what piece of advice would you give them? You know, to kind of start their kind of online Wi-Fi money journey off the right foot. You know. Yeah, yeah. I would say this. I think everyone comes in and they expect to make like 10k like the first fucking month. I I thought that. I, I think a lot of people think I thought that. I'm not gonna sit and lie. That shit takes a while, dude. Making your first 5K, having your first 5K month takes a while when you're starting from fucking like grounds. You're like, I studied math for like eight years. I'm not, I don't know shit about business. Like, it is a very long journey that you have to be prepared to make. If you, cause you want to, what you're trying to do is have a very non average life. And to get a non average life, you have to experience non average shit, which is going to be, eating shit for maybe six months to a year, just learning skills, sending out cold emails, getting no replies, getting a bunch of fuck yous, get the fuck out of my inbox. Like you're gonna get shit on a lot. Like you're gonna get fucked up a lot. Like you can have no results, you know, not want, like I never really wanted to quit, but it was just more like, what the fuck? Like I always wanted to keep pushing, but like it's, there's like, as you said, as I said earlier, like an indoctrination period, like you have to just suck for six months to a year. And then what, if you can survive that, it's almost like, a, almost like a test from God. Like, hey, once you survive that, hey, this means you really want to do this. And now that's when you start making money. So like, my friends wanted to get into it. I mean, I told them, like, hey, if you want to do this, you're going to have to like spend. Like, I'll help you all I can. But like, just I can't transfer like brain to brain knowledge. Like, you have to experience shit yourself. And it will take time to make your first, say, like 5K. Like your first 5K month might take some time. Yeah, but... Are they willing to do what it takes to get to that point initially? Yeah. Probably, probably not. You know? Probably not. They, they everyone, actually, yeah, none of them did. So, yeah. <laughs> everyone wants a certain outcome, you know, but don't want to do the work to go 
through a certain process to get to that point initially you know mm -hmm. it's exactly so, and it's not for everyone you know what i mean i think it's like as soon as some people around you start seeing you doing good they're like oh i'm gonna hop i'm gonna hop on this wave without them knowing that you probably had a year of like being in the trenches you know what i mean See, and like Where what sucks too well. like what sucks too is some of these friends that reach out like i genuinely want them to succeed so fucking bad too like i gave them like the full blueprint and they just aren't sending emails they're not pushing out content i was like oh brother please i literally gave you more knowledge than like anyone like in the fucking world and it's just some people yeah just, as you said they just don't want it enough and they're just it's just i'm not gonna lie it's tough putting it in every day and getting no results like i'm not considered it's meant for everyone it's not yep. it's just yeah it, it sucks though seeing when like you like good friends that want to do it and they just them not following through because you want them to like kind of live that similar lifestyle as you like yep. I so know, yeah i know exactly what you mean yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, back in 2021 i wasted so much time trying to like help people a lot more oh really i really wanted everyone else around me to win but i just realized i'm like damn i just gotta focus on myself and it's like people people will you know they'll see you know sometimes the best way to actually help people is for you to do good and then they see you doing making moves you know what i mean and they see you yeah. doing, living the life that you want to do and then for them they you know now they're gonna start taking action you know because if, yeah. if you tell them hey this is what you gotta do this is what you gotta do a lot of time they're just not gonna do it you know yeah people are just wired that way where it's like you know you can you know you can guide them but you can't force them to do the work and show up every day mm -hmm. but that, it has to come from them you know and showing up every day it's actually sometimes the simplest but also hardest part it is you know? it really is the hardest part like i struggle with it still like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's awesome. Well, Tyler, um, I think we're gonna wrap this up soon. Um, for right. anybody who wants to, you know, keep in touch with you, stay in touch, or even want to do business with you guys, um, what's the best way to reach out? Yeah, if you want to reach out to me, you can find me on Twitter or Instagram too. So on Twitter, I am Tyler underscore Ag. So T Y L E R underscore A G G, and then on Instagram, I am Tyler dot Ag. So Tyler period A G G, and you can reach out to me on there. You can go on my website you go, you go on you go on there my description.io is linked on my bio go on there i'm gonna write you some killer cold email scripts if you want or just want to shoot the shit feel free to talk to you so yeah sounds good sounds good you guys you guys know where to get in contact make sure you guys drop a follow for tyler on twitter i'll drop his info in the show notes if you guys want to you know get some sick uh cold email scripts you guys know where to get them as well um tyler thank you thank you for coming on the podcast dude appreciate it's it a, brother it's been a pleasure so thank you man um any last word for for the guests or for people listening ah last words jesus christ let me think i would say just last words just just keep sticking to their shit. like literally it's again the thing that we've been emphasizing all the all fucking this past hour is just, you know what you need to get done and you're either doing it which is great and just keep doing it or you're not doing it, just procrastinating and just go and do it and it's kind of a message to myself too because there's some shit I need to get done that I'm not doing right now. Uh, and I need to get that done too. So just fucking, again, it's a simple shit. But yeah, that's really all I got left to say. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Kyle. And guys, if you guys have a friend who, you know, might enjoy gain value from this podcast, make sure you guys could share, show one friend. That's, you know, this is completely for free. And uh, thanks again, Tyler, for, for coming on the podcast. Make sure you guys go drop a follow, um, follow, follow Tyler on Twitter. And I'll see you guys next episode. Thank you guys for tuning in.